shed the days like skin Pray for evenings in Hold their hands in the street When you walk them off to school A box too full to shut A cardboard paper cut The bleeding edge of a picture Of your parents when they were cool Welcome to Edu Matters, where education matters. Brought to you by Element OP Productions. ElementOP.com. And now, here are your hosts, Christy Vincent and Brian Brueger. Welcome to the brand new Edu Matters, episode one. Formerly a Taekwondo teacher. This episode is entitled PD on Demand for May 1st, 2012. I am your host, Christy Vincent. Tonight, my co-host, Brian Brueger, is out exploring the rugged terrain of Washington, D.C. with a large assortment of young children, so he will not be joining us. This may actually be a good thing. Along for the ride is the always astonishing Mark Cockrell, and our special guest this week is Peggy George, the twice-retired educator who is busier than I remember being my first year in education. So, today, this week, it's that time, everyone. We need a moment of silence. Or perhaps four hours where our children were tortured yet again for four hours, compliments of Pearson and for their bankrolling, while the state of Texas administered star testing. I think my favorite tweet today was, and how would you feel if your employer collected your phone when you walked in the door today? And I thought, actually, it's a requirement of my job to have my phone on me at all times. But, alas, our children were stripped down, powered down, voiceless, movementless. You can stop me anytime, Mark. You know I can go yeah, on for I hours. Was, I was just wondering, <laughs> waiting for the opportunity to, to cram a word in edgewise. Uh, my uh, uh, daughter, my, my oldest, nine years old, uh, had her math star test today and she's one of those uh young children who has test anxiety in general and she's been worrying about it um and of course i leave the house in the mornings before they wake up i have a a bit of a commute uh so i told my wife to uh, deliver a message for me uh, before the kids left the house i said you give that girl a hug and you tell her i don't care if she passes this test or not uh because i don't and in fact, she brought home today a spelling test with one of the highest grades she's had in a while. She struggles with spelling. She's not very good at that. And I told her I am far more proud of that spelling test score that you showed me today than anything you could possibly do on the star test. Because making kids miserable at age nine proves nothing. It serves no purpose. And... uh While I didn't go so far as to pull her out of school today, I encouraged her to totally goof off and not take the test seriously because the test should not be taken seriously in the third grade. Good for you. And I've heard, speaking of the math portion, that from what a number of students were reporting, there was at least one question that there were two right answers. You know, they they remembered it enough and enough of them could validate the information, you know, not just nervousness type thing, that there was at least one question where there were two right answers and there was at least one question where there was no right answer. Isn't that fabulous? Don't you feel better about these results? Well, clearly it's a a precision designed instrument to, to determine how well our teachers do their job. And, uh, and that's just right. it. They wanted to know if the, te- if the teachers had taught them how to spot duplicate uh, correct answers. 
And so if they didn't bubble in both things, the teacher will be fired tomorrow. I'm pretty sure this is just entirely too early in the show. So I'm just going to go ahead and quit now because obviously we're not going to make it through the show at this point. Don't make me drive all the way up there and find you and whip you. My God, this is not the way to judge teachers. And I know you're doing it in jest. It just, hmm, certainly a way to get my blood pressure up this late in the evening. So we're going to let that one go. What might be a good way to relax if you're all excited? Uh, is there perhaps somebody in your life who you find relaxing? I do. Actually, I have someone in my life who, who set out to relax me. When I, when I asked our fabulous guest tonight to join us on the show, it started with a very long discussion about how busy my life already is. And do I actually have time for this right now? Because she is so wonderful. I've been in education for more than 30 years. I think she's way all over 37 and twice retired and said, we need to talk. And she is relaxing. She's wonderful relaxing. And you will find lovely information. So don't get too relaxed because she's about to get you moving with some fabulous professional development. Most of it totally free and freely available to you. Dr. Peggy George. Welcome to the show, Peggy. This week, we are being guided by the great Peggy George as she guides us down the paths for finding PD on demand. So what, what is that, the whole idea of PD on demand? All right, that's my cue, right? Take it away. <laughs> the concept of PD on demand, professional development on demand, I think is essential for teachers because so much of their lives they're being told what to do and when to do it and how to do it. And PD on demand is a concept that says you get to choose what you want to learn about, when you want to learn about it, and where you want to learn about it. And so I asked Christy if I could come and share with you sort of my journey on finding good professional development. And uh, I've put together a bunch of things that I, I, I think we've shared the LiveMinder resource for you. Don't intend to talk about all those things, but I wanted you to have a bit of the same journey I've had in discovering that there are awesome professional development opportunities online that are free and that are on just about any topic, whether they're webinars, uh, which are online uh, uh, webcasts, virtual conferences, or even things that you can read on websites. So tonight, uh, Christy's going to let me talk a little bit about some of these things that I have discovered. Christy, did you want me to say anything about my background before I jump into that or just go right ahead? Well, we're going to do a little of both. Um, I definitely want you to, to touch on your background. Remember, it's only a 30-minute show, so um, <laughs> not your whole background. <laughs> we'll fill in all the how fabulous you are. But um, <laughs> Well, I certainly wouldn't for... start with that. But I would, <laughs> I would say that I am a retired elementary principal. Well, yes, I retired once as an elementary principal and then once as a university pre-service instructor. And so for about the last mm, five or six years, I've been doing 
all kinds of online things with teachers because I am passionate about wanting teachers to learn how to use technology with their students. That is where we are with 21st century now. And so that's what I spend my time doing. I volunteer uh, in a number of places. And some of the things I'm going to tell you about tonight are places where I spend my time volunteering so that you can come and join me there and learn about some of the great PD that's available there. So with that, my life is entirely um, as a volunteer. I love it. I love being retired and that I can do these things. And I do take time to play every once in a while with my kids and my grandkids um, who live in various parts of the country. So how's that? Certain Fabulous. Just, just right. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so for the viewers who don't know and that, that aren't live with us, that are listening to this at a later time, what exactly is a live binder? Because I know it's kind of a buzzword in education and some, mm -hmm. you know, teachers have thousands of them. And I think Sandy's also, she's in the chat room. She's a big live binder user. But for those who kind of miss the boat on that, what, is, what does that mean? What's a live binder? Well, a live binder is virtually an online binder, just like the notebooks that we used to keep. You know, we used to put together a portfolio of all of the great things we did as a teacher or in our careers, and uh, we would take it with us when we went to interview. Well, now there's this fabulous tool that is an online tool, totally free, that is called Live Binders. And as you browse through my Live Binder, you will see that basically what it is is a bunch of tabs, just like in a real uh, uh, hard copy binder. And when you click on those tabs, more subtabs open up. And on each of those pages is a direct link to a website or a tool. And every one of them, if you click on them, it takes you directly to that page. So um, I have found that it's a fantastic way to organize resources when you want to share something on a topic. And teachers love using these with their students because no matter what the topic is, if they're studying Shakespeare or math concepts or whatever it is, they can create a live binder that has tabs for just the things that they want the students to see. And you can put in uh, PDF documents and Word documents and Google Docs and all kinds of things in them, but it organizes them into a nice, neat little binder for them. Does that help? That does help a lot, and San, uh, EdTech Sandy K from the chat room is agreeing with you. Actually, I'll set some of the same words at the same time. She's like, they're great for organizing and sharing resources. Yes, so they she, really she's a big are. Fan of those. And one very cool thing about Live Binders is that you can copy other people's Live Binders and add them to your own personal shelf. So y there are thousands of them out there, and you might say, how will I ever find it again when I want it? Well, what you do is you, you save it to your own shelf, and then it's always there for you. And if it gets updated, you get to see the update because anything that's updated is live and in the uh, version on your shelf. So, and you can search on it. So a, a lot of us like to say that, why Google when you can ask live binders? Because if you, <laughs> if you wanted to go to, uh, you wanted to learn about common core standards and resources and you just didn't know where to start. Well, you know, on Google, you're gonna get a million responses and some are good and some are not good. So if you go on live binders, 
binders and you Google Common Core, you will be amazed at the light binders that have already been prepared with tabs and sub-tabs of resources and lesson plans, all vetted by teachers. So it's a great way to get some really good resources that you know other teachers have gone to the trouble of compiling for you. Very cool. And I'm looking at this one that, that you've put together and we've got the link there in the live stream. And it, to me, I mean, I'm, I've been in live binders a little. I'm not overly familiar with them, but it's just it's exactly like you're saying. It's just very organized. You do kind of get that binder feel. So I'm yeah. looking at some of these free webinars you have on here. My goodness, you have a lot of I do stuff. This is great. <laughs> so if and you had to pick your favorite webinar, I know you don't like to put favorites, but what would be a great starter <laughs> webinar? Well, I have to tell you right now that it's going to be Classroom 2.0 Live. There is well, no of course. Got it. <laughs> and, and you'll see that I organize my tabs in this live binder by separating it down into free webinars, into free virtual conferences, and then some miscellaneous kinds of things that are basically ways to keep yourself organized because you're going to start getting overwhelmed. There is no question about it. So um, the reason I say that I have to start with my favorite as being Classroom 2.0 Live because that is the show that I co-host every single week with Kim Case and Lorna Costantini. We do it every Saturday morning. The sessions are live. You join us in Blackboard Collaborate and you can participate in the chat or you can take the microphone and we always have special guests there and we always have a special topic very much like the way you're organizing your podcast. So, um, but the cool thing is if you can't make it on a Saturday, then you know that it's going to be archived in the recordings. So if you go to that site and you click on the tab for um, archives and recordings, you will find a huge long list of categories. And every single webinar we've done, and we've been doing this for about three years, so there are hundreds of them there. But if you wanted to say, see a presentation, we've had some on Live Binders as a matter of fact, but say you wanted to see something about Evernote. Well, you just uh, do a search on that page for Evernote and it will bring up every session we've had that relates to Evernote. All of them are about an hour to an hour and 20 minutes long and you can watch the recording right there on the page. You can even request a professional development certificate for watching a recording. So you don't have to be there live. You just have to fill in the form and let me know that you'd like one and I will send you one. Now, Peggy, so, I have a question if I may. Um, you said uh, if I want to you know, uh, learn about Evernote, what if I don't know what I want to learn about? Do you have an index or a, a search by topic or something like that? Well, I think that's what the categories help you do. Um, and you can come in different ways. If you've heard of somebody who's a good presenter and you want to see if they've done anything in our shows, you could actually search uh, by their names. Everything in the categories are organized alphabetically. But if you didn't know that LiveBinders was a good thing to learn about or ever know it was something you might want to learn about, um, you're not obviously going to go in and search for that term. But I think you're going to start with a term that you really are 
uh, wanting to know something about. We've had VoiceThread on there. A lot of teachers have started using VoiceThread. What we try to do is bring on the people who develop the tool so that they can tell us the latest, greatest stuff about it. And they will show us their latest features. But we tell them they have to bring teachers with them so that there are teachers who are actually talking about how they use it in their classroom. Because really, they are not tutorials. They are not step-by-step. -step. This is how you use the tool. Because there's lots of those online. And we'll give you links to do all of that. But um, what we want to give you is just enough of an overview so that you know what that tool can do for you. And then give you a lot of examples of how to use it with students in your classroom. We also do sessions called Featured Teachers. And what we do is um, select teachers that we know are just doing outstanding things with technology in their classrooms. And we ask them to come on and take the entire show. This is also very similar to what you're doing here with your uh, webcast. But um, they will come on and they will focus on something really special. We had Linda Yalas a few weeks ago come on and tell all about the power of student blogging and how important it is to teach them about writing good comments on their blogs. It is an awesome webinar. She spent the whole session guiding people through that. And we always create a live binder for every show. So you can actually listen to the recording. We upload all of them to iTunes U. So you can subscribe to them and you can get audio or video. And then you um, can check out the live binder while you're listening. So if you're sitting at your computer, that's a, a great way to kind of get a feeling for what the presenter is talking about. See, now so, I understand. I was just looking at your website at live.classroom20.com, and I see that you have events listed in purple. And that explains why Christy has you on the show. <laughs> There's purple, and therefore you're in. That's yes. right. Or oh, well. she helped me every single step of the way back when Blackboard Collaborate was Illuminate. I called her in just tears <laughs> almost one day and going, Peggy, I need your help. And of course, this is on Twitter. That's what call means. She responds right back. Just Skype me. I'm home. I'm like, Peggy, I need your help. And she's like, I'm laying in bed. I just had surgery. My back's out. I'm like, I still need your help. <laughs> that was, but that's what PLNs are for, right? That's Our personal right. learning are there for us. And if you have a large enough network, uh, someone will respond, you know, and, and that's all part of the sharing. That's what's so important about things like these webinars where someone can tell you some places to go and some things to check out, and then you can do that on your own time. So that's why I put it together in a live binder. So the folks who are with us tonight can look at it while we're talking and maybe even ask questions. And I'm sure that you can direct questions to me if they're asking questions in the Hangout. Absolutely. But, um, uh, but those who are listening to the podcast and watching later can also go to the live binder and um, access my slides and my live binder there. So um, I know I went on and on about Classroom 2.0 Live, but it's because I'm so passionate about it because it really seems to be meeting a need for people.
people. And we have people from around the world that come, people that say, I start my Saturday every morning doing this. People that are there from Thailand that come on at midnight, you know, it's, oh. they're from all over, which makes it such a rich experience. So you get to learn from others and you realize too that they have the same kinds of problems and issues that you have and are all about helping each other. So that's our Saturdays. So well, anything you'd like me to zoom in on? Well, um, I'm looking at your, your binder and I have to say this one really surprised me. I'm a huge e-school news person. Um, yeah. My very, very, no, not my very, very early in my teaching. I remember someone setting an e-school news, you know, the print one down on my desk and I just read it and I thought, oh, this is the coolest thing. And of course, now I have the online subscription. I, I didn't do. even know they had free webinars and this is listed here in your live binder. I didn't even know. How did I miss that? But their webinars are great. And and so this is my first tip. If you don't know uh, about these things, what you need to do is check out some of the ones that look interesting to you on this live binder and subscribe to their newsletter. That's not, I mean, if you're really into RSS feeds and you know how to do that, you can subscribe by RSS. But the simple thing to do is to su subscribe by to their newsletter in your email. So whenever there's a new webinar coming up for eSchool News, I get a notification with a link to sign up if I need to, or just a link to join when it's time. And that's how I keep track of it. So if I, I keep a Google Calendar open all the time. And so if I find a webinar that I wanna sign up for, what I do is go and register and write that minute so I don't forget. I'll copy and paste the details about the webinar and put it straight on my Google Calendar. So I won't miss it when it comes up and there won't be something else conflicting with it because I know I've already signed up for it. So sign up for newsletters and their webinars are really good. They only do about one a month that are free, I think. Okay, awesome. So speaking yeah. of what's coming up soon, um, another tab in the live binder is the um, virtual conferences, which is actually where we met before you came on. Mark said, so you know Peggy? Went, well, of course I know Peggy. <laughs> never met her in actual face-to-face -face physical breathing the same air contact, though. <laughs> but we've been to a number of conferences together, and I see that Liz, Liz Kolb, who is yeah. fabulous, wonderful person, totally in charge of using devices in the classroom, her 4T virtual conference from the University of Michigan is coming up. It is coming up in May 19th, 20th, 21st. I participated yes. in that whole conference last year and it was excellent. And it's a lot of the sessions are actually done by their graduate students, but they're also, I mean, anyone could have submitted a proposal to participate, but it's like, most of the other virtual conferences that I've listed under this tab, they're all free. All you have to do is follow their instructions if there's something to join, like a Moodle site. Hers mm -hmm. happens to be a Moodle site. So you have to join that to get all the links to log in during the conference. And then they record them all. So it's amazing. I mean, whether it's the Library 2.0 conference, the Global Ed conference, 
um, the Reform Symposium, all of those are hosted online and recorded. So you can go back later and you can, I mean, talk about searching, do a find when you have a website open on one of those conference recording pages and do a find for something you're interested in. Maybe you're interested in digital storytelling. So do a find for storytelling on that page and you'll find every pre presentation where somebody has talked about storytelling. And then there's a link to click on to go listen to the recording. And that's what it means about on demand. When you're ready, when you have time and it's a topic you're interested, then you can go watch it. And that's what I've been doing ever since I retired. And I have learned so much by going to these things. They are free. You don't have to travel. You don't have to pay for a hotel. You know, all of the expenses that go with face-to-face -face conferences. There's a picture on the, on that tab for free virtual conferences. That's right on the, the uh, opening page there. Mm -hmm. That is actually ISTE unplugged. And we do that every year at the, um, uh, ISTE national or international conference. And, um, um, that's a picture of what it looks like to be at ISTE Unplugged. And you can see all the people in the corridors going up and down to the different sessions. But different people come and present for about half an hour at Unplugged so that people who can't come to the conference get to participate. We do it all in Blackboard Collaborate. We stream it out. You can participate live or you can watch the recording later. But it's it's a really great way to make it possible for people to at least enjoy some of the conference when they can't um, travel for any reason. Um, so I encourage you to check that out. The link is there for ISTE Unplugged. Gives you the details about how to sign in and find it. It is at the end of June. Any others there? How about, how about All of them. <laughs> let me tell you something about Moodle Meets. Ha have you guys participated in Moodle Meets before? I have not. I know the, the iMoops coming up, but I haven't done a Moodle Meet. Well, it's it's a relatively new concept for me, but I've been participating for the last couple of years. And I am sure that you're familiar with the Moodle Meets that um, Connie Swiderski does in Texas. Ha oh, yes. Well, I, I actually learned how to do a, a Moodle Meet and run a virtual conference with by copying her and she was an amazing mentor and so then I started participating in the seat uh, British Columbia Moodle meets and what they are are basically a week-long series of learning experiences they may have one or two webinars but everything else is asynchronous that means you can come in whenever you want and do as much as you want it's not a course that you have to start and finish you just come in and you check out the resources and you see what they have to share and ask questions they have forums that you can ask questions in and share your resources it's just been a fabulous learning experience all you have to do is register on the Moodle site to get those resources. And I've actually um, co-presented in two Moodle meets and I put both of them on there in the live binder. One is called Connected Leadership. 
And uh, Lorna Costantini and Kim Case and I um, organized that one last year. And it's all about um, how important being connected to others is, whether you're a teacher, a, a principal, a district office leader, a tech integration specialist. And we shared tons of resources there about both why it's important and how to do it. And then we did a, Lorna and I did a Moodle meet on um, screencasting in the flipped classroom. And the link that I actually shared for you in the live binder, I've uploaded that into the ASTI Moodle meet site or Moodle site so that you can do it with just a guest login and you don't even have to register there. But we just did that about a month ago, and it has just lots and lots of resources about how to create screencasts, how to create videos, and how to, uh, to ways to uh, learn more about the flipped classroom. It's just loaded with resources, and we actually had several webinars that are all recorded there. So uh, feel free to explore any of those. These are great resources, and with summer coming up, Yes. You know, that's the time for a lot of a lot of teachers to get in, finally yeah. to get their PD done. There's just not time during the school year. So these are just great resources. And, you know, teachers don't necessarily have the quote-unquote luxury to attend some of these conferences that are very valuable and, and certainly for teachers, but they can't leave, leave their classroom that long. Travel budgets have been cut. So I think this is fabulous for teachers to have all of this in one place. Do these uh, sort of uh, online webinars and things uh, generally count as continuing professional education credits? Uh, I know that the uh, state of Texas requires a certain number of them, and, and some school districts require it. Uh, do they generally count for that, or is it a hit-and-miss sort of thing, or what? Well, a lot of the responsibility for finding that out goes to the teacher who has to check either with their principal or someone in uh, human resources, a district office, something like that. Um, we all, I send out a certificate to anyone who requests one to all the Classroom 20 live sessions, but I always put something along with it that says you need to check with your administrator to make sure that this is going to count for you. Some people like to get certificates just to put them on their wall in their classroom, just like the doctors do. You know, this is going to say, I'm a professional and I spend my own time learning when I don't have to, I don't get paid to do this. So they put it up on their bulletin board. I think that's an awesome thing to do to let parents and edit and even your principal know that that's how you're spending your time. But you do need to check to make sure that they will accept it. We give an hour of professional development credit for our sessions. Many of these things do. Connie's um, virtual conference, she'll give you a, a stamp a CE stamp, I think, at the end of each session you participate in. Uh, and that's the, um, coming up at the beginning of August, the volume speaks. Mm -hmm. Right. And the 4T conference that's coming up the and uh, the end of May, mm -hmm. uh, they same thing. They give certificates. Usually you need to be in the session at the end of the session when they say, and this is how you get your certificate link or whatever. We have a our next virtual conference in Arizona, and this is one that I co-host, is coming up May 5th. And it's on the tab there 
called ASTI WOW Virtual Conference. Again, it's totally free. It's a full day of sessions. We're focusing on Common Core and STEAM. We will have a smackdown in the middle of the day. And if you don't know what that is, it's just a super fun time to come together. And every three minutes, we change people and they share a favorite STEAM resource. So we also have a presentation on the flip classroom by Jonathan Bergman and Aaron Sands. Awesome people. We even have one of the experts on infographics coming. His name is Robin Richards. He's presenting from the UK and his session is called The Power of Visual Storytelling. And it's Ooh. all about so, and we're introducing the technology integration matrix from Arizona. If people have not seen that, awesome way to learn about stages of development in technology integration and how you can um, advance yourself by learning new tips and strategies by videos on the different stages for technology integration. It's going to be an awesome day. All you have to do is register on the Moodle, come and join us, and then I'll record everything so it will be available on our Moodle site after the conference. Wow. You were the busiest retired person I know, Peggy. I love this stuff, you know. I can tell it, it. It shines through. I mean, you can hear the passion in your voice. So you have given us this awesome resource. I don't know how long it's going to take me to go through all of this. I'm going, I didn't know that existed. So, well, but um, I get in trouble if I get too distracted. So I have to pay attention while we're recording or I get fussed up. But Mark, your last tab is um, on Twitter. So I certainly want you to let everyone know where we can get a hold of you later via your Twitter, because I think that's how we communicate period <laughs> Twitter and then tell us a couple of things that are in there real quick too okay and I just want to dispel the myth that you ever get caught up no one needs to have that term in their vocabulary because it's not possible so you do what you can when you can when you have the energy and are interested and that's the way it goes so uh what i put under that last tab are some examples from TweetDeck, because if i didn't have TweetDeck, i couldn't keep up with twitter and i've got these wonderful columns all organized and you can actually see an example there of how i created some um, columns to keep track of things and that's how I find these awesome conferences and links and resources. And then as soon as I find them, I bookmark them in Digo. And Digo is my best friend. So I've shared some of those things in there. And I've also um, shared a, a great list of hashtags. If you want to follow some really good educators, use one of those hashtags and create yourself a TweetDeck site and put a column just for that hashtag just one pick one and that will make you feel so inspired and and you'll know you've got a place you can go to ask questions you can, you can say well what is that what is a hashtag all those kinds of things i even put a page in this binder that's all about hashtags that explains what they are and how to use them and where to find them so you can do that on your own time too so that's it in a nutshell look at the there is a slide on um 
Oh, I guess it's in the presentation. If you go to the first tab and on the presentation follow-up slides, there is a slide on there that has an awesome quote uh, that came from Dean Shiresky. And he actually started this wonderful place um, in Flickr, you know, the, the, the photo site where um, they're sharing leadership quotes. And it's, they're like, it's like taking an image, a, a, a photo, and adding a quote to it. And the one that I put in there that I think is a great way to wrap this up, um, it's got a, a little boy um, waving his little wand for blowing bubbles. And it says, we need to move beyond the idea that an education is something that is provided for us and toward the idea that an education is something that we create for ourselves. And I think that's what it's all about for us as teachers and educators, as well as for kids. We're going to get out there and learn whatever we can that will help both our learning and the learning of our students improve. So I included a link for that uh, Flickr group because there are hundreds and hundreds of great quotes for learning and change on that site. All of them a photo with a quote. I'm done. Woohoo! Yeah, we do know the great Dean Shiresky. He was actually down here in Texas. Mark and I were actually together just this past week. And um, we got to see him live. He, he keynoted the, the tech sig that we were at. Sandy in uh, the chat room, she was there. So we, we got to meet your good friend, Dean. And I just tweeted him on Twitter and said, Peggy is talking about you, Dean. He's sitting in an airport, bored out of his mind right now. Example of somebody who so openly shares, no matter how experienced he is, and he's way ahead of me, but he doesn't ever make me feel like I don't have a right to ask a question. He's amazing. I Friend. agree completely. Absolutely. Well, I'm trying to, to do two things at once and I know better because then I get distracted. I was looking through the the follow-up, the presentation follow-up slides that you have on the live binder there. Thank you so much for being with us, Peggy. This is a, a fabulous resource. I can't believe you put this together so quickly and I You're know what I will definitely be doing for a while. <laughs> Wait till summer. You've got plenty of time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Just don't miss the conferences that are coming up in May. Oh, I can't miss those. I, 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 I live for Liz sometimes. She's just such a wealth of information. I just love to hear her. And she has the most yep. calming voice just to, hear her, just to hear her speak. It's so nice. Yep. Well, That's thank you very much. Turn your AC on and get out of that heat, Peggy. Red cheeks. <laughs> I am going to turn my AC on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have a great night. So with our fabulous time with Peggy closing now and, and me having tons to do going through this resource, my goodness, there is so much to look at. We will close with our regular tips of the week. Of course, without Mr. Brueger here, I guess all of that falls to to Mark and I, and I'm not sure he knew that. So we'll actually start with something he knows about. I can guarantee you he knows about this. Today was the announcement of Google Drive, so if you're listening to this when it is released, you're about a week behind, so we're sorry. But um, Google Drive is this great thing that is in the cloud, i.e. it's on the internet, and um, I'm thinking it's totally going to replace my, my Dropbox. Do you have any earth-shattering plans for it, Mr. Mark? 
Well, I'm still evaluating that. Uh, It's certainly less expensive than Dropbox if you pay for storage. Uh, But it it doesn't seem to have some of the the features like, uh, uh, for example, Dropbox keeps infinite copies of something. If it's deleted, you can restore it. I don't see that on on Google Drive just yet. Uh, So... You know, like everything Google does, it's in perpetual beta. So it's something to be watched, but I'm not ready to just uh, abandon Dropbox yet, especially since I've still got almost eight months left on my uh, subscription. So we're on both at the same time and see what fabulous things happen. That's exactly what I plan to do. See, you're so infinitely wise. So moving away from the tech world, Google Drive is easy to install. There's a small install component. It will take over your docs if it has not already. If you're a Google person, I went looking for my dog, my docs today, and I'm going, where are docs? Where, where are docs? Where anybody? Anybody? Where are docs? Oh, it doesn't say docs anymore. It says Drive, and that was news to me. So be forewarned. And then our teacher tip today is really, really profound and and hard to to sum up. It's relax. That's your teacher tip of the day. Isn't that profound? It's coming up on that time. Grades are due. It's the last grading period. We have standardized tests. We're getting ready for next year. we got to wrap up this year. We've got all that professional development. It is time to relax. And our, our guest that was on tonight, Miss, Miss, or Dr. Dr. George, Dr. Peggy George, she does that for me. She'll remind me. It's okay to relax. Just do it when you have time. So that, that's my tip to all you teachers out there. Just relax. And while they're relaxing and they need to get a hold of us, how might that happen, Mr. Mark? Well, the uh, the home base for the EduMatters podcast is uh, elementop.com. And if you're listening to this, I assume you know that since that's where you had to go to find the show. But what you may not know is that there are other things there than just this podcast. There are other podcasts there. Some are education-centric. Some are not. Uh, there are uh, the forums there. I encourage you to uh, jump into the EduMatters forum and uh uh, look around there, uh, make contact with other teachers and other uh, people who are education-centric like yourself. It's the uh, the watering hole, if you will, where we all gather and, and have discussions. You can post questions there. For example, if you have a question for Dr. George uh, that you didn't have the opportunity to pose because you were uh, not listening live, you can post it there, and, and Christy and I will relay it to her, and uh, hopefully she will uh, also... Uh, uh, answer those herself but if not she can uh, she can do it that way so uh, check us out there if you're a twitter type person you can find us on uh, twitter at uh, at element opie and we use the uh, twitter lists uh, relatively extensively there so if you want to get uh, updates from the hosts of this show you would go to edume uh, go to uh, twitter.com slash element opie and go to the edumatters list and that would be the individual feeds there. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash elementop, uh, and on Google+. You can search elementop on Google+. We're everywhere you want to be. And maybe places you don't want us to be, we're not sure. But next week we are bringing you the fabulous Jill Galloway, yet again, someone that is very much involved with myself on Twitter. And she is an instructional technology coordinator and a Google certified teacher. That is such an honor to have. So all of you that have have burning questions for those Google certified teachers, be ready for Miss Galloway next week. Do you have any words, parting words, words of wisdom for our our fabulous listeners tonight, Mr. Mark? Uh, No, I'm fresh out of wisdom. Sorry. Fresh out of wisdom. While you go refill, we're going to end with our traditional sign-off of Shut Your Face, and we'll see you next week. Start, 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 start.